Static Energy Podcast is the hottest podcast on the planet, hosted by your boy Mo Giles and co-host cool-ass Lauren Michelle. Tune in Wednesdays on all major platforms for that static on what's current in culture, controversial issues, comical commentary, and an incomparable vibe you won't find anywhere else. It's a perfect way to tackle those midweek blues. Static Energy Podcast is everything but static. Yo, what up? This your boy Mo Giles, and this is the Static Energy Podcast. And to my right, I got my co-host. Lauren Michelle. Yeah, that's right, yo. How was your weekend? Man, my weekend was super, super lit. Okay. Super lit? Yeah. Of, it was lit. I went to a game night, chilled out with some homies. Um, yeah, let's just say it was awesome. Good old ratchet fun. Good old ratchet. Ghetto yeah. COVID fun. And when I say, yeah, yeah, I woke up and I felt every bit of that ratchet fun. I think, I think my throat and my lungs still feeling that fun, man. Yeah, you should tell the people how you was funny acting over the weekend. Definitely wasn't. You was definitely acting funny. So if y'all don't know, me and Mo live in two different places. And anytime Mo comes to the city, he hit me up like, L, I'm about to hit the city. And then when he gets to the city, he was like, hey, L, I'm in the city. This weekend, I didn't get a text message, uh, a smoke signal, nothing. But you knew I was coming, though. You, I told you before I was coming. I knew you was coming, but I didn't know you were here. It's a difference. So I feel some type of way. My bad. But, I, I'm okay. sorry. I'll forgive I, you. How was yeah. your weekend? It was cool. Uh, I saw my uh, two childhood uh, friends get married. Uh, went to the same game night as you, and... Uh, no, met with, you know, had a good time with family and friends. Mo had his good clothes on, y'all. I wish y'all could have seen him. <laughs> <laughs> Mo was suited from his head to his feet. I said, okay, Mo Jails. <laughs> Look at Mo Jails suited in foot. I want you to stomp your foot so bad. Um, that's that old uncle shit. Right yeah, that's there. it. Yeah, you give me uncle vibes. He was fresh, though. I was the finest uncle up in that mother. To me. I, to me. I, 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 to me. Long as it's to you and somebody else, hey, fuck what I think. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck what I think. <laughs> but what's up, Mo? I am like in a great mood. My vibe yeah. is on like a hundred thousand a day. What's on the agenda? Cause I think I want to get into it. Oh, you know, we got we got to touch on this entanglement. Entanglement. Please mm. tell me <laughs> about the entanglement. I have been waiting all week almost to sit in this chair to talk to you about Will Jada in August because Jada Jada you know so you know you know the crazy part about all of this is how she's being made out to be the villain in this and it's almost like Will is the victim and all of that (laughs) but what you know, I'm just, you know, because when a man says stuff like that, I'm like, that's exactly what they're trying to do. Because Jada pulled a Jada, I mean, a will on Jada. No. And Jada that, pulled a will on Will. As they explained in the interview, that they were pretty much separated at that time. Okay. 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 Let's let's dissect the red table talk um, for the people that didn't listen to it, because for me to get my point across, we can't just say they discussed it on the, on, on the show. What did they discuss? Like, what, what do you, what did you get out of the Red Table Talk? 
that that whole interview. I'm not gonna lie, I, I did not see the entirety of the Red Table Talk, just bits and pieces of it. Um, okay. But I mean, I I feel like I heard enough where it's like it wasn't like she was her and Will wasn't together at that time. You're saying and I think they were they were at that breaking point of divorce. You know what I'm saying? So in that moment of vulnerability and separation and all of that, you know, she was doing her thing. You know what I'm saying? And she had somebody that was moving in close or that she was getting close to, which was August Alcina, and then it happened. Okay, I get that. But my issue, like and a lot of women were like, you know, Jada Jada did what any dude would do, you know what I'm saying, or any mm-hmm. guy would do. Women deal with that shit every day, right? But my issue with it, I'm not saying she's wrong or right, but if my mother would have ever dated one of my friends, I can't say that I would be okay with that. That's the first thing. Number two, when she met Og, as you know, the Smiths like to call do. When she met Og, <laughs> that's funny to me, Og. Um, he was like sick and he was going through some mental issues and, you know, mm-hmm. health issues and things like that. So the way she was speaking, it was almost like predator vibes to me. Like, it was like, I felt like she preyed on this weak victim. First of all, a lot of men aren't going to tell Jada Pinkett uh, see, but that's the thing, though. Why do we feel like that she was the prey? Like, like she prayed on him. Like, she, we we don't know what was said in those at those at that moment in time. You know, she told her husband she was involved in an entanglement with another man. Right. She initiated that shit. She she screams, "I'm bold as hell." But listen, she literally said across from her husband and everybody like, okay, they've grown from it. They moved past it. BS, I call it BS because Will sat in that chair and he was steaming. You could literally see him like, did this chick just say entanglement? Like, and then she said, I just wanted to feel good. It's been so long since I felt good. Okay. She was talking to her husband about her boyfriend. But if, if they're if they're com- if they're being honest, you're saying and transparent, putting it all on the table, then I mean. I okay. Okay. Let me tell you something. We've all been <clears throat> caught up in entanglements. I've had my share of entanglements. So I ain't gonna lie to you. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But 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 but. I don't care how close, how cool I am with my husband. I'm not going to sit and tell my husband, no matter how far we've grown or come over the situation, it's been a while since I felt good. And I just, she basically told Will, that baby arm that August Alcina has made me feel good. And what you have hasn't made me feel good. In a long time. It's not always sexually, you know what I'm saying? I think that, you know, it could be mentally. It could just be in the state of happiness, you know what I'm saying? It ain't always a sexual reference. She was talking about that damn baby arm. Don't get that twisted. But see, this is what we said. So we have the court of public opinion and not knowing exactly what it is that was said, you know, between, uh, you know, I'm calling the dude. Uh, 
Hawk. We don't know Mr. Alcina, you know saying, and, and, and Jada. But, I mean, you know, just like people was comparing all the future, you know what I'm saying, like, <laughs> it's a little over the top, man. It's definitely over the top. But then again, is it? Because Tupac felt some type of way about Jada. You know what I'm saying? He had his nose, like, way, way open. But the thing about it is, separated or not, this isn't a new situation, right? We've all heard that, you know, Jada and August so-called had a thing, right? We've all heard it mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. She was literally on red carpets with dude. They were literally in public. That is more than an entanglement, okay? Like, that looks like more than that. Like, what were y'all doing? Were y'all getting to know each other to try to build something? Like, that's what I want to know, Jada. What did you want from August Alcina besides the baby arm? Because I mean, that's all I think, it looks like. I mean, you know, the initial, when they, they met at the concert or whatever. <clears throat> excuse me. Jesus. It's, it's last, yeah, it's from this weekend. <laughs> I'm sorry. Too much kicking it. Um, so, you know, they met or whatever, and he approached them about, you know, needing help, you know, because we got to understand, I mean, they come off as the family that got it together, you know, saying they always had the motivations, you know, saying right. and all of that. So he was pretty much, from what I gathered, looking for a life coach, somebody to help him with, you know, saying his issues or problems. He definitely um, got his issue. So... While they were doing that, they became close and, sh and, and created a bond. He created a bond with the, with the entire family. Um, now, him and Jada, I guess, ended up developing something, you're saying a little bit more, you know, than that off to the side. But it, it, I don't think that it always have to be a sexual thing when somebody say, I haven't felt good in a long time. It's just how she said it. I mean, her whole body language, it was almost like she was replaying it in her head. Like, Man, I just wanted playing. to, I'm serious. That's what I picked up from it. I'm just telling you. And I felt like that Aug did some amazing things to her that Will wasn't able to deliver on. And she got caught up in that part of it. And you think it's sexually? Yes, I do. Okay. So I nothing, do. nothing with the mental state of just, you know, saying feeling happy, um, just feeling secure, feeling loved and all of that. I'm not saying that that didn't happen, but I'm saying the reason why she's calling it an entanglement is because he was blowing her back out with that baby arm that he has. Yes, that's what I think. But again, it screamed. I just felt like she took advantage of the little homie. You know I have to beg to differ. I, I mean, you know, not always, you know, like I said, that means that when somebody says that they're not happy or whatever, it doesn't always have to be that sexual part. Okay, let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. So, you say you don't think it's sexually or whatever. What made you think Aug come out and tell everybody this secret that him and Jada shared? So, two parts. I believe that it was his time. I mean, because Aug, he was sick for a while. Um, he wasn't doing press. He just so happened to drop an album, doing press runs, and the question came up. So, and this is the thing, too, that, you know, I personally, and I had to think about this, I, I, I mentioned something on social media about not saying a word. However, when something is your truth, 
you know, especially when in when it has to deal with your mental, we suppress that, you know what I'm saying? And we try to protect certain individuals, but sometimes you have to speak your truth and, and tell your truth to release that from you. Because when you suppress that, it, it just builds up and builds up and it, it creates more problems. I, now, you know, I, I'm, I'm all for telling your truth and, you know, protecting your mental health and all that mm -hmm. good jazz. But I feel like if that's what you're going to do, you, you should give a phone call. Like, hey, listen, you know, I'm about to do this interview. I'm about to do this press. And if it comes up, I'm letting you know that I'm going to tell the truth. I'm no longer going to, you know, cover it up, dance around the situation. I just felt like after all this time, he used the situation. He used Jada, the Smiths, whatever, for propaganda to sell an album. No, I don't think he, no, not at yes, all. Yes, I don't, I don't absolutely. Think, I don't think he used them. That wasn't his whole mission. Yes, so, it was. Absolutely not. We, we will have to agree to uh, But, and then also, also too, like, I don't know if you peeped how he came at Kiki Palmer. Hold um, on, before you even move into that, go let's go back because I, I, I believe during the interview, Jada was like, they're not mad at him for telling his story. Like, if that's how he felt, then, then that's how he felt. And he was really damaged by that that relationship or whatever, you know. I don't think they were mad, but I think they were they were shocked. They weren't expecting it. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, it was good that they had discussed things and Jada had told her truth to her husband. And, you know, Will wasn't blindsided. Um, but again... If you're going to be out here involving yourself in entanglements, <laughs> entanglements, she is a trip for the fucking word. But if you're going to be out here involving yourself in those type of things, like, it's rules you got to follow. Like, it's rules to entanglements, and you know that. And I feel like he just broke all the rules. And what Jada did is not uncommon with women. Like, like that's normal like it's women in entanglements all day every day but yeah. the thing is we expect just like men should if we gonna do something we supposed to be keep your mouth shut that's just what anything keep your mouth shut and if you want to discuss it let me know that you gonna discuss it so that i can be prepared to discuss it with you not after the fact that's yeah, what older I'm women saying. don't like them them older women don't like it when you get to talking Shit, I ain't no older woman, and I prefer you to be quiet because what we do is what we do. There's no need for you to go tell the media. Like, you didn't just go tell your friend. You told the world. <laughs> like, come on, off. And, and that's another thing. You got Will Smith, the husband, calling him Aug. What? Yeah. Say what? Say what's no, now? I had a... Older chick tell me one time, what would she say? I want my bitches to shut the fuck up. Ho, 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 ho. What, say what now? She told me I like when my bitches shut the fuck up. So you was cool with her calling you one of her bitches? <laughs> it threw me <laughs> off guard. I mean, I I think she just threw it out there. But she just said, you know, I like my bitches shut the fuck up. So, I mean, I guess you can't, you can't knock her for being honest. Because that's how it should be. Like, okay, I don't condone cheating. Let me let me just give that disclaimer. I'm not saying go out here and cheat on your spouse, cheat on your mate, cheat on whatever, right? But 
if you're going to do it, you it is up to you and the other party to make sure y'all don't get caught. It's up to nobody else. And when y'all do, you got to own it. In this situation, they weren't caught. They weren't mm. caught. They could still be doing it for all we know. But here go Aug, because he got an album dropping. Like, bro, you don't have that much faith in your music that you can't sell it without the Smiths. But somebody asked you a question, and I, I'm, he and one thing about Avi Tausina, and I always liked him in the interviews, and I mean, I like his music. Even his music, he has always been honest in his music. I don't well, give me a single that he sung. I know he. I know. I know one. <clears throat> I mean, like the earlier or the earlier mixtapes and stuff like that. When he was, you know, coming out, he he, you know, he had those. And I always liked because he told the stories about how he was, you know, grew up in the streets, issues with his family, right? His brother being shot and killed. You know, what I'm saying, right? It's all it's always been that type of stuff that he gave you. You know, say in his music, okay. And even in his interviews, he's always been open and honest. So really, this was no different than anything else that he's given us. But it is though, because I mean, you were yeah, doing I, something in secret. Meaning, I can't. I wouldn't even go steal a piece of candy walk. Was it really in secret? Because when we found out about it, there was a picture, and I can't think if it was on Og's uh, Instagram or Jada's. <laughs> but there was something that was like, "Whoa, wait a minute! They might got something going on on the red carpet." When there's on the red carpet, was it that, was, who, who posted that? I think it was a blog site that actually posted it. No, nah, somebody put something underneath. Uh, there was a caption that, I, and I can't think if it was him or her, but it had. But of course, it was taken down. But it was letting us know, like, yo, they might have something going on. Like, this is the, my world, love of my life, you know, shit like that. I mean, I get all of that. No, 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 no. Neither one of them ever said those words. Somebody else may have. We, you know how we. Nah, do. man, I'm guarantee you that there was a, there was a. There was a post. There was we a gonna post. have to fact check that. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll come back and let y'all know at a later date and time. But my thing is this: you saying what is he supposed to do in an interview? The same thing everybody else doing an interview when you don't want to answer the question. Deflect it, either move around it or avoid it, or again give the Smiths a heads up that you're about to do this type of. Yeah, post. no, I, I I get what you're saying. I mean, yes. However. We, uh, if you follow up, uh, you know the type of person that he is when it comes to interviewing. Now he might learn a lesson from this, you know, what I'm saying or whatever, but he he's he's usually straightforward, and he he tells his his truth. Yeah, well, I I, I can't respect that. I, I just I'm sorry. Like I, I'm all about living in your truth, but in this situation. I wish whatever was beeping in Mo's background would stop because I could just hear it. I don't hear nothing. <laughs> but whatever. Um, but for me, it's one of them like, just be quiet. Don't get involved in no in nothing if you can't keep your mouth shut. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 so. How would you feel if, say you were in a relationship mm-hmm. and your woman came to you and she said, I was in an entanglement. Would you be laughing and joking about it? Or would you be able to talk about that publicly with the world to see? Would I be able to talk about her cheating on me? 
publicly? Like, would you conduct an interview? You're the interviewer. She's the interview. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, would you be able to sit in that setting? Yeah, I think, I mean, I, I don't think that Will just found out right then and there. Like, he knew. I think he knew about that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, so, I agree. I mean, so it all depends on how tight you're saying your relationship is, you know, with said person, because they obviously did that to address the rumors because they were just so loud, you know? Right, absolutely, and, you had to. And not only that, but I think that out of respect, they didn't want to just cover it up and say, no, he's lying, because that would have been right either, you know what I'm saying? So so you're asking me the question, would I, would I sit down and do that with my partner? I guess it just depends on how strong the relationship is. And if I really wanted to continue and have feelings and care, Yes, I, I would. That's fair. No, that's fair. And I, I've seen a lot of people saying, me, personally, to answer my own question, mm -hmm. um, regardless if me and my husband sat out and talked about it, ironed it out, I gave him detail for detail, blow for blow. No, I'm not going to sit up and tell my husband I just wanted to feel good. And it had been so long since I felt good. I'm, I'm just never going to sit. I don't care where we at in a relationship. I just felt like she was reminiscing about mm -hmm. I, I did. I'm just telling you how I feel. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you're up. right. I you know just, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I just felt like, I mean, when she said that I, I, I hadn't felt good in so long, I was like, ooh, oh, shit. And Will's face, I don't know if it opened up old wounds, but Will was sitting there like, forget the Jordan crying face. We can replace him with Will Smith. Like, he is the new meme face forever and then he, he cry you know how you try not to that yeah. with his face that you know what face i'm talking about the real strong cheek line you know when they get and then you had that like you just look you, you just kind of rock your head back and forth because you try yeah. to process what somebody's saying like that's the whole shit and then hold on hold on and then I, i'm gonna I'm quit dwelling on this i'm gonna quit dwelling when they said we ride together, <laughs> we die together, bad marriage for life? <laughs> what? That, that's what they said? Yes. See, this is what I'm saying. See, this is the thing, man. I think that they have a connection and bond that is stronger than what most people are used to. You know I saying? think they and have so, a financial agreement. Whatever. Yeah. I, but... I mean, the fact that they were able to sit down, put it all out there, you know what I'm saying, to the world and, and not care what the backlash is going to be. Because you know there's going to be somebody, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> saying something or whatever. You know what comes with that. So I think that that is huge of them, first and foremost. <laughs> and then, two, not to give a fuck, like, hats, hats off to them, man, and to have that strong bond and connection where they can still sit and talk about that and work through that. Because all, I can, all I can think about is 50 Cent. <laughs> like, trolling the hell out of Will after the fact. Because, like... Did he? You know how 50 do. But again, it's one of them, like, I'm sorry, I would have... If, if, if I was in Will's shoes, hey, maybe I just ain't found my person yet, but I probably would have strangled the fuck out of my dude. Like, wait, but we what? can't say, we, but this is what I'm saying. So, because I believe Jada hinted, hinted that Will has done things to her. Absolutely. So we, we, can't, we can't just take a side because we, again, 
we are giving an opinion to a situation we have absolutely nothing, know nothing about. I'm with you. I agree, but I told you what I just didn't agree with. The whole August Alcina talking too much, right. opening his mouth, and the fact that I felt like Jada gave off predator vibes. I don't know. It's just something about I felt like she took advantage of this dude because she wanted to feel good. Yeah. And he was in a situation and she had seen the baby arm, so she like, I'm trying to feel the baby arm. And you really, just, be, you really be hooked up on this baby arm, man. Because he really has a baby arm. Like, is every lady that's seen it. I mean, you're a guy. You scroll past the picture, I'm sure. But we don't. We look. I didn't, know nothing, I didn't know what you were talking about until <laughs> it hit me the next day on talk, uh, So Stuff Tuesdays. Like, oh, you're talking about. I thought you were talking about he had short arms. No. <laughs> no. However. <laughs> yeah. But, I'm yeah. Talk, yeah. So I think entanglements are extremely common, right? We was talking before how, okay, let me ask you this. Have you had an entanglement before? Uh, something similar to when, you know, the relationship was coming to an end and I was kind of done, you know, um, wasn't quite moved out the house. Uh, yeah. So were you involved with this person? Like, did you have feelings? Like, was you good morning? How you doing? I miss you. Let's lay up. Y'all was kissing, hugging, sucking, you know, coochie caking it up. Uh, we, we would have some rendezvous and, you know, some meetings and whatnot. Um, and more so, it was probably a revenge type of situation. Okay, so you had no feelings involved. No. Nah. I will say... The one entanglement that I had was... Oh, I did have some feelings involved. I, I ain't gonna lie. Oh, you lied? Okay. Because I, I was gonna spin the block and come back and ask you that same question because I felt like you was lying to me. Yeah. But I did. Like, the entanglement I had, literally, <clears throat> I was his girlfriend and he was my boyfriend. And yeah. we both had <laughs> significant others. And when I say, like, it was, you know, it was a relationship. So when she said entanglement, I chuckled because it was like, nah, sis, you was trying to downplay the fact that you cared about the little dude. He was slanging some good pipe. You forgot you had a husband and kids at home. And now you got to talk to the world about it. That's how I felt watching that because if I was Jada again, I don't know what you talk about. That's just where I'm at. That's where I'm leaving. <laughs> because I'm not going to sit down with my significant other and tell him about this entanglement and I, that I haven't felt good in a long time. I'm not going to do it. Because that was the case. I'm I glad they was able to sit down and talk about that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, to me, it was a good look, you know. I don't think it was a bad look, but I wouldn't have did it on a red table talk. Like, that's like you sitting me down on Static Energy Podcast. Like, so tell the world why you cheated on your husband. It's going to always be enough. I mean, you have those who live their life, you know, in privacy. And I, again, it was just something that was just so loud in public, you know, that they had to address. And I and think that they had that much respect for August not to allow him to look like a fool and leave him stranded. You know what I'm saying? And no, they like didn't have just, a choice because they did not have a choice. This, I don't think August's feelings had anything to do with any of this. What it was is for years, it's been swirling in the media that these two were a couple, an item, a whatever, a fling, entangled, whatever. It's been swirling for all those years. So, yeah, they had no choice but to say something. 
but you're still missing the fact that they were um, re- receptive of him telling his, his story. Like, they weren't mad at him about it. So that's why I feel like. They was a little shocked. They couldn't. They just said yeah, she couldn't understand why now he decided to say something. I believe she said that in the interview. Like, they was confused as to why after all this time because they haven't spoken. Her and Aug haven't spoken since their entanglement. So she couldn't figure out why now. And to me, duh, 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 he got an album. That's why. But, I mean, if he just would have came out and started talking, it would have made him look even more crazier than, you know what I'm saying? Like, but the fact that he is doing a press run, we haven't seen him in a while. He hasn't done interviews in a while. So for him to, you know, have a sit down. And of course, you know, you go into places like the Breakfast Club, you know Charlemagne, you know Envy, you, I mean, or uh, Angelie, they're going to ask those questions. I expect them to ask the question. But again, you could have answered the question differently. Well, yeah. I mean, and some people do. Some people do. I mean, trust me, man. I, I got stories for days of and they're, they're my stories, but I feel like I know if I tell them, it's going to piss people off, you know what I'm saying? Or somebody's going to be like, oh, why would you say this or whatever? Because this is my truth. Like, it's I'm not telling a lie. Yeah, I get that you're not telling a lie. But at the same time, at the same time, though, it's like some things are better left unsaid. You can tell your side of the story without saying who. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. You can say what's going on. You can tell your truth, but you don't got to be like so-and-so on this day, at this time, at this house, in this color car. That's Not, pretty much what August did. But you know what I have a problem with when you do tell your truth or people, when they do fuck shit to you and then make you seem like you're the crazy one, you know what I'm saying? Or you the bad person for telling your story. And I don't like that. No, 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 no. I'm not saying again. Mo, don't twist my words. I'm not saying he was wrong in saying it, but you didn't have, there was no point of you going into that. You could have been like, hey man, we had something going on and that's just why I'm going to leave it at. You could have just said that. Or, I mean, and, you and know, that's, that's, still, not, and that's still saying something. Or, or, or you'd be like, you know what? Listen, at this point in my career, I just don't feel like that's relevant to anything. How people want to take that and run with it, go ahead. But it's at the all end of relevant day, to where he is at right now. No, it's well, not. Yes, it is. No, it's be- not. Because if if he's now you're saying have a different outlook, if he's dealing with you're saying trauma issues, you're saying and all of that. It's all relevant. What do you go talk to a therapist? Why you got to talk to the the U.S. of A? Listen, man, people deal with (laughs) like y'all wasn't entangled in public. Well, people do. Yeah, they were. (laughs) Never mind. People deal with they. You know, saying they issues, especially when you're uh, unstable. And I don't know where he's at. You know, in his mental space now. But when you're unstable, you're unpredictable sometimes. I get that too. I totally agree. But I also feel like right now he's on this tantrum. Like, you know, Kiki Palmer, he came for her. And Kiki Palmer never disrespected no, Kiki, him. Kiki came for him, right? No, she did not. No, she Explain. did not. Explain. Okay. Somebody was like, posted an old picture and she basically like quit reaching. That was never my man. You know what I'm saying? Like quit reaching. That's what she said. She shut it down. Okay, mm. and then here come Og going through his little temper tantrum or whatever he it is going through. 
you mad because your friends, da da da. I mean, he went on this whole spiel dogging her. And it was like, bruh, that was uncalled for. So to me, it looks like he's acting out. So, hey, speaking of, so I don't even want to get a jump into the topic because I know this ain't even what we're, I feel like we need to have a discussion about Lil Wayne and 50 Cent comments, you know. Are you are you familiar with that? Go ahead. No, are you so are you are familiar with? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Just, just, just in case the people want uh, man. You want to tell them about their comments that they made regarding the women that birthed them. Um, so Lil Wayne has a um a podcast right on Apple Music, and he had 50 on as uh, a guest. And they were talking about um, black women, dark-skinned women, you know, and how they're not exotic enough and that they can just get one of them. They're like, they can get one of them from the neighborhood. Like, it, it's nothing, you know what I'm saying? They don't, they don't do nothing for them, you know? And then they got to the point where even Lil Wayne's daughter jumped on social media and was talking about how she likes her, you know, skin and her melanin and being black and all of that. And it's just crazy how men these guys who come from black women can be so disrespectful to our black women i can't stand and i'm gonna say it i can't stand niggas like 50 and little wayne mm-hmm. i can do without them i don't care if it's even a high little wayne could walk on my house right now and i would be like i get your a roach ass up out of here because you're corny your mother is a black woman. Your daughters are black women. You know what I'm saying? Just because you're, this is the thing, black men, listen and listen closely. Y'all don't have to like black women. Y'all can date whoever it is you want to, but while you're dating them, leave us the fuck up out of there. Like, mm. quit trying to dog us to put these other women on pedestals because it'll never get you nowhere besides real black men looking at you like you're crazy because you offended too. I already know you offended because of how you stand up for your people. What black men got to stop doing, we don't care if you like white women. We don't care if you like them exotic women because truth be told, I'm the most exotic on the planet as a black woman. Do you realize like (laughs) we come in so many shades. I'm talking light, dark, in between. Skin is bomb. Like, have you seen us? Oh, my bad. So Lil Wayne, 50 Cent, you can get the finger, the middle, both, like flat out. It just, it bothers me, you know, and even, um, you know, in the words of, you know, I'm paraphrasing Malcolm X, how he would say the most, well, the most disrespected, you know, saying woman on the earth is a black woman. Yep. You know, and and it continues to be that way, even from people in in our own circles, you know, because this ain't the first time we've heard, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, a rap artist or anyone, you know, saying, say these type of things, you know, about black women, you know, um, I think. What was my little, what was the dude locked up right now? Kodak Black, you know, has said something um, to the effect of, of that as well. And know. look at him. <laughs> and look at him. And there's been a few others I can't even think off the top of my head about, you know. Dating a lot of people. Hollywood. A lot of the black men in Hollywood. I don't know what they're trying to cater to or who they're trying to cater to, but it only makes you look weak in my eyes. You know what I'm saying? And and those type of men, I can say I've never had to date them, deal with them. I just don't tolerate that kind of stuff. Colorism to me is corny. 
when yeah. it comes, it, it's just light skin. What you prefer, light skin or dark skin? Like, I prefer black. That's yeah. just what I prefer. I don't care if you light skin, dark skin, black is cool to kente. I, hey, baby, melanin is melanin, and I love black skin. I don't care what shade it is. Now, I would say this much, you know, because I, and, and what I'm about to say is is not, I'm not prejudiced, racist, or anything of that nature. And I think anybody that knows me will know that. So, but I have a hard time. And I, so I ask, you know, people who are in relationships, interracial relationships, even during trying times like this, where you have um, this, this movement, you know, and when you see things on television, you know, when you're seeing black folks being killed by, you know, police and all of that stuff, mm -hmm. who do you talk to? Or when it's time to unload these, the, the, the P, the PST, excuse me, PTSD of being a black man in this country, like, how do you talk to your counterpart who is white? You know what I'm saying? Like, because I feel like as much as, you know, you have some of these people who are white people who are protesting, fighting um, with us, I feel like there's still a perspective that they don't understand or don't see. And there's things that they don't have to deal with that they would never feel. So I, I don't necessarily think it's they, they, they can't relate or whatever. But 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 the thing is, if that's not your experience, and if you have not been through something, because there are a lot of people who have this privilege, and they will never understand where I'm coming from. Where I, I, I did interviews or whatever, or I've talked with folks where it's like, well, Mo, if you just save up your money, or if if, if your people would just save up their money and um, have good credit, they can go into you know a bank and get a, a, a business loan or a home loan, you know, or if you're doing what you're supposed to do, then you won't get stopped by the police. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The comments like that. I'm sorry. If y'all could have seen my face as he was talking, I was cringing because <laughs> it is the norm. It is what we hear every day. But what I'm saying is those white people that you see out there protesting, I think that what they're saying is trying to get the white supremacists to realize that it is a problem. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But when it comes to dating, no. I don't think when you could come home and you know you just got stopped by the police and they treated you like a thug or a criminal, you come home to your white counterpart and tell them about it. Yeah, they'll be doing, oh, it's okay, or oh, it's, you know what I mean? But they're gonna do the normal thing that normal people do when really I can't tell you as a black man it's okay because it's not. I'm never right. going to tell you it's okay because it's not, you know what I mean? So no, again, that's part of the reason why I don't date outside my race because I think being pro-black, meaning you want to push the black culture forward in every way possible. So when I reproduce or create children, I want them to be black, period, to create and move the culture ahead. I don't feel like you can do that I don't, think, I don't think you could be pro-black with a white counterpart. That's just my opinion. I mean, at the end of the day, it, love is love, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, and I always stand on that, you know, and no matter what the color is. However, I just, for me, it's always like, how do you confide in, you know, a white person about racial injustice and 
equality or economic equality when sometimes, especially where they're, whatever their background or where they're from, their perspective of it, you know, some of them may not feel as though our black issues isn't that big of a problem. Correct. And, and, and they don't. And I have a friend, she dates a white guy. Okay. And she's very, very active and he's not, he wants nothing to do with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, cause he works for the city. He's a city official. And he's like, I can't, I said, but think about it. I, I just wanted to put something in perspective for her. Like, cause it started off as an entanglement. You know what I'm saying? He had a wife. He left his wife. Now they are a thing. I said, but yet with his wife, he showed up to these different events with. But with you, y'all are openly a couple. He won't show up to certain events with you because they too black for him. You know what I'm saying? Like he letting her know in a different way that he don't support who she is. You know what I'm saying? Like, just think about that. If I'm telling you it's a NAACP gala and I want you to attend and you tell me, you know, no, you can't because you're a city official. I don't get it. Like, how is that going to make you look bad? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's part of the reason I will never date outside my races because I'm too involved in pushing my culture forward to have somebody try to stop that. So I I just or somebody that can't relate to that. I, I don't have time for that. And I'm not interested in it. Call I mean, <laughs> I mean, what your preference is your preference, you know. Um, so I, I, I'm not going to challenge you on that. But I think that sometimes when you have issues or situations like that, and I always say they always want the rhythm but don't want the blues. Woo! You better you know, tell us. So, <laughs> so, so you know, and and it, it's just it's terrible that you know you have relationships like that where you can only love a person to a certain extent because you don't want to piss off, you know, saying your constituents or whatever, or, you know, you don't want to be labeled as whatever, you know, my thing is this right is right. And wrong is wrong. A and, lot of, go ahead. And I'm just saying, so, I mean, not to stand up for what's right. I, I, I think it's, it's wrong. And if, you, if you're not going to support or stand up for what it is that is going on, you might as well be on that side because we ain't got nothing to discuss or talk about. We really don't. And I think a lot of entanglements, you know, to stay on that wave, think about how many interracial entanglements are currently happening because their parents on either side, now again, it could be on either side, the white side or black side, they can't come and tell their parents they date this person. So they stay in a lifelong entanglement because their parents don't like black people or their parents don't like white people. You know what I'm saying? And to me, I think that's the most ridiculous thing that some people will sacrifice, they will sacrifice their entire happiness to please a bigot. Like, I, yeah. I don't understand that. And it's like, so you cool to lay down and fuck me in private, but you can't love me in public? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nah, I'm cool with that. I, I, I'm i straight on that. And again, that's why I don't get involved in entanglements because I yeah. like to be showed off. I ain't good with secrets. Man, you know what's crazy? So growing up, my, my you know, for those who don't know, and I, both of my parents were on drugs or whatever. And so I ended up moving to Akron when I was younger because my mom went there to go get herself together. And I remember her staying at this recovery house and there was a next door neighbor who was white and her kid, her daughter was in my grade and her son 
went to the same school, but she would take us to school every morning. Mm-hmm. I used to duck my head down in, in, in the car and she started peeping like, why would I, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I would do that, you know, every morning when she dropped us off. And she was like, why do you do that? Are you embarrassed because um, I'm white? And like, mind you, this is an all black school. Mm-hmm. And when she said that, I, of course I denied it, but, <laughs> I, but I was young though, you know what I'm saying? So going to an all black school and having a white person drop you off, you know, it, yeah. it, it came yeah. with something. But, yeah. you know, thinking back, I'm like, damn, I really felt bad at, at yeah. that moment. You know Absolutely. Whatever, because that's not who I am. However, right. and this is probably why, you know, one of the 101 reasons why I fight and stand up for what's right, you know what I'm saying? And because I was so wrong at that moment in time in life, you know, that mm-hmm. I felt, I feel bad. And, and mm, that that's just, yeah, that's just... This this conversation brought me back to that. that but time. I think, but but again, as human <laughs> beings, as you, as human beings, like you are still human, and you've also, even as a child, you've seen bullshit come with the race situation, yeah. even as kids. So I don't think, I don't necessarily say you were wrong. You just didn't know. It was a lack of knowledge. It was a lack of, you know what I'm saying. You go to school and they like, oh, them white people or oh, them white kids. I I come on. I went to a majority. And, and you're absolutely right. I mean, that's what it was, though. It was the lack of experience of, and I wouldn't even say because one, I, I mean, of course, I grew up in Youngstown, and then I also grew up a little bit in Gerard. So I've had a little experience, but most of my experiences and what I saw about race always came from the media. You know, saying, Correct. and it was always, you know, the images of the past. I mean, I grew up, we grew up in the Rodney King era, you're saying? Right, right. Uh, we grew up OJ Simpson trial, you're saying? Like, it was always us versus them. OJ did it, by the way. Nah, whatever. We ain't gonna get on <laughs> yeah. that. But, I mean, and I, it, so when you're not experienced of being around certain cultures or groups or whatever, your, your thought of that person is gonna be jaded based off of what you see in media or on television yeah stay inquisitive like you gotta ask questions like it's okay like i work with people who sometimes okay let, let me say something like i wear a lot of weave okay it don't be the best weave it don't be that expensive shit y'all buy i don't believe in that i'm sorry no judgment you wearing that yaki but shoot i will <laughs> listen hey judge me <laughs> But baby, I live a lifestyle that don't involve four hundred dollar weed. Hey, call it what you want, but I'll have straight or like, and then it'll be curly. You know what I'm saying? So white people are very curious about black hair, but what they don't understand is don't walk up to me and put your hands in my head, like you know. But they is a thing of not knowing because if you look at what white people do they'll walk up and just start stroking each other's hair they do that with it amongst each other so like i used to get mad like don't be touching my hair but now it's like hey you just keep your hands to yourself you can ask do white questions. people not have boundaries no they don't that's a good way to put it they think about how the men like i used to work at a retail company for a long time 15 years and the guy, the guys that I used to work with, 
they would go up to each other and like grab each other's junk. You know what I'm saying? Or they and they would be like scissor and they'll like take their two fingers and like put it in their butt. Like, you know, like take it, <laughs> you know, like they would do stuff like that. Or if one of the white dudes was bending over, they'll walk up like butt sandwich, you know, like little stuff like that. And I'm like, I ain't never seen no black. <laughs> So, like, I think it's different with them than it is us because I would never see a straight black man walk up to no dude and be like, jump punch, or you know what I'm saying? Like, it just. We don't play those games. Or they'll come in your house, like, white women, honestly, they'll take the clothes off, white dudes walk around other dudes naked. Like, that's what they do. So, like, I just think back of cheerleading and just sports I was involved in. You know, they have no boundaries. Now that you said that, like, think about it. I mean, sorry, this might creep some of y'all out, but they, the way they are with their dogs, it, that threw me right there. That's a difference. Like, I watched it, one of my coworkers. I mean, she pretty much told her dog, give her a kiss, and you would have thought that was her husband. <laughs> And I was so disgusted by it that I was like, but now that you say they don't have no boundaries. I, I, no, I, I, asked, I'm po- I asked the question because now <laughs> I thought about it. I'm like, damn, do white people really have boundaries? They don't. About the shit that you just mentioned, I'm like, hmm. They don't. And I don't want to be too general, but okay. But I do think, I do think sometimes they are more free like in the black community we call everything gay like you, you everything is gay especially yeah. with black men like y'all be like that's gay like yeah. no telling another man that you genuinely love you love him, telling that nigga I love him. yeah <laughs> or they be like hey no homo i love you right. though like right you right. got no homo shit out of there like if you love me say you love me or you know they just try to act hard on the side so i think there is a difference in cultures. Um, we are more reserved than, you know, because we call everything gay. We do. And they just be like, oh, junk punch, butt sandwich. I mean, and I don't want to get too deep right, into yeah, this, nah. but never mind. Because I would say there's some cultures, and then in the, in the Greek, going back, to, never mind. You know what? <laughs> you can edit this part out. Just go ahead. <laughs> No, we gonna keep it. We gonna uh, keep it because <laughs> I don't know where you was about to go with that. But you want to nah, go down. But there was there was there, there was a lot of homosexuality in those. You know, saying some of those cultures or whatever. Oh. And pedophilia. I mean, and you can look it up. You know, saying redo your research or whatever. But um, we about to get up a, out of here. No, it's a lot of that that go on in our community too. We I mean, no, that, we just call it down low. I don't even know, but I'm saying the history of, you know, the Greek culture, um, where the older men, you know, saying were having sex with the younger boys and all of that. Check it out. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, all right. I, I mean, even, it's, it's totally irrelevant. I don't want people just thinking that, oh, this dude, you know, saying some racist stuff. Nah, it's, 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 it's first it's, of all, you are not, you can't be racist. Prejudice, maybe, but. You can't be right. Man, you, you listen, man. You never know how people spend it these days, man. So you got to be PC. Okay. Um, but why you keep trying to cut me off? I got something to say. Oh, what, what's happening? Mo, are you, you, know, rush, are you rushing me up out of here? You got somewhere to be? I mean, I'm we like, do got somewhere to be at eight. I'm like the DJ envy of this uh, operation, <laughs> man. I'm trying to you know, make sure we, our time is cool, you know what I'm saying? And 
You know how to be the breakfast club. Under control. Hey, hey. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got Look. the time over here. Are we good? We chilling because you kind of cut the entanglement conversation short because I felt like you know I was about to get on some bullshit. So you tried to like. Let's go ahead. No, nah, go ahead. What's up? No, because what I was going to do is just let them know. Toast Up Tuesdays every week is where we become most ghetto. I call him ghetto. I'm most very ghetto. You are, but they call me bougie, but I'm ghetto. They don't, they don't be seeing the indirect shit you be doing. The faces you make and I be catching them like, yeah, you being messy. Okay. So, but make sure y'all tune in every single Tuesday, Facebook live, 8 PM. We be having a vibe. It's fun. Tune in. And we're going to take that show on the road, man. Like once all of this stuff is over with, you know, this pandemic, we, we got some big stuff in store. I'm not going to lie to you, man. Listen, you know, I was just, just, speaking of this pandemic, like, I was laughing at people back in, like, March, April, like, y'all birthdays is canceled because of the pandemic. Uh, we approaching Leo season, and shit about to be shut down again. Let's just say, like, we are about to come up on a new shutdown because y'all don't know how to sit down. Lauren about to have a Zoom party. No, I'm not. I'm going to Vegas. And I'm going to sit in my hotel. I'm going to have a photo shoot. I'm not going to leave, but I'm just going to get... Lauren be lying. Come on, Lauren. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. No, I'm going to hit the dispensary. I'm going to do some photo shoots. And that's it. There's literally nothing open. I'm going by myself. You paying for... Oh, oh, never mind. Am I paying for somebody to go? I'm not no trick. I don't... No. That's what I... Lauren... Oh. Oh, so now I'm a trick mo? Right. Yeah, let's I mean, wrap you, this up. You have before. Oh yeah, I did take a guy to Vegas. Okay. That's no secret. He was the guy that I was dating and it was his birthday. So why wouldn't I? You was dating him? Yeah, we was dating. Yes, we was dating. We were dating. Okay. And I'm tra- I've been traumatized since. <laughs> I bet I don't take nobody else to Vegas. <laughs> I mean, I will, but I ain't paying. But that's neither here nor there. I never date another Libra. Ever. I don't know what that means, so I don't do the horoscope thing. Oh, but... I do. It's real. Okay. Well, hey, my homie, it's, it's been a great uh, podcast. You know, we're going to go ahead and wrap this on up. Um, anything you want to say last minute to the people no i'm good be great always own that shit go get some money stay out of people business hey this your boy right here on the static energy podcast i am mo giles and y'all have a good one blow blow